Alright guys, welcome to episode 55 of the Kenny For Your Thoughts podcast. The podcast where Brandon definitely did just tell a story about going to a strip club for 10 minutes, and now I'm redoing the episode because I was just so bored of listening to him, his self-deprecating story about being at the strip club. Brandon. Alright, let's let's get into to the bubbly here. Alright. We're just, gonna give it some wrestling. He's just gonna completely skip past everything and just Wait, go. no hold on. One question, alright? was it a flirty thing? That's what I wanna know. What was she flirting with me? Did no. I say the wrong thing? No. was she, she just flirting. testing my, my manhood? Was she just drunk like what, what what was that? What what do you say to somebody that asks you that question? That ask you if you still have a boner, sir, and then you yeah. say I guess, and then she says, "Are you?" And then you say, "You're having." Uh, was it? Are you having a good time? And she says, uh, d- "Don't ask me stupid questions." <laughs> yeah, Do I look like I'm having a good fucking time, dude? I'm telling you, it wasn't you, man. There was something going on. There was something else going on. Okay, Brandon, it it's weird, not man. Brandon. Brandon's an innocent soul. I mean, besides the like debauchery, but Brandon, Brandon never intentionally does anything wrong to people, except like last week which Brandon the rant got got knocked out of that episode because of audio issues but I want everyone to know that Brandon told me he was going to show up at 9 uh, and he shows up at like 11 o'clock shows up at 11 o'clock the funny part is I had to go get Halloween candy uh, at Walmart and so Brandon shows up at 11 just all hunky dory nice didn't care about anybody else and then I'm, I had to go to Walmart at like Three in the morning because of this guy, because he didn't tell me he was going to be late because Brandon's inconsiderate. <laughs> the moral of the story from the strip club and from that night is that Brandon's really inconsiderate. Was it karma? Was it my inconsideration absolutely. for you coming back to bite me? Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what happened, Brandon. Dang it, man. Brandon, cut a promo to redeem yourself. You listen here, lady. It's none of your business if I have a boner. You want to check? <laughs> Huh? I didn't think so. Brandon, I'm taking my bottle of water with me. <laughs> well, yeah, it, un, un, unless you spill it as you try to throw it away, which is like the metaphor for you, for you in a nutshell. Brandon just tries to get out of this awkward situation by throwing away a bottle of water and then walking out of the club, but nope, spills it all over <laughs> everywhere and has to clean it up. Poor Brandon. But at least it was water. Yeah, maybe it was a promo battle. Maybe she was testing my promo skills, right. and I, I failed the test. You failed miserably. You were supposed you know, to say, why have you been asking me stupid fucking questions all night, huh? That's right. what you were supposed to say. You are supposed to out-heal the heel. I was supposed to out-heal the heel. And you I, I need to take it to the low. I didn't do it. Yeah, it was funny because uh, our friend said she would have probably liked uh, you, Kenny, because you're, you're good at that sort of quick, like, snappy <laughs> comeback. And, like, you, you sort of – you can take what? it to that level and, like – so yeah, I, I, I am definitely a type of person that if you uh, if you throw a little something at me, I will kind of give it back to you tenfold. And yeah. I think I said something like, I don't remember, but if I had been said that, like, stop asking me stupid fucking questions. I was like, I, I, shoot, I would have probably had a field day with that. I would have been like, you know, it's funny. There, there is somebody asking stupid fucking questions and it hasn't been me all night. So why don't you turn around <laughs> the next way and keep to yourself? <laughs> But <laughs> if only I was Cody Rhodes in that moment. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes had the promo of the night, Brandon. Yeah. That night oh you God. should have gone from undesirable to un goddamn <sighs> deniable, Brandon. That's what she wanted, Brandon. 
Instead, I'm just a cuck <laughs> punk boy. Brandon, Dang it, that's exactly what she wanted, and you failed. You failed miserably. I, I failed Cody. I let down the entire YWC. <laughs> but speaking of Cody, man, uh, if you haven't seen that promo, Brandon didn't even know I had this queued up. But but let's watch that promo because that was uh, definitely the highlight. Uh, we're, we're jumping ahead, but that was definitely the highlight of AEW Dynamite. So let, let's get to that. If I do not defeat Chris Jericho at full gear, I will never challenge for the AEW World Championship again. Chris Jericho, that is a very big if. It's not an encumbrance, it's not an albatross that is gonna sit on your chest and weigh you down, it is going to vanish. You've taken to calling my lot entitled millennials. You've called me an entitled millennial bitch. I neglected to read in your best-selling book, A Lion's Tale, which you can get on Amazon for $3 or at any, or at any flea market. I neglected to read about the upbringing you had that was so hard. You talked about my silver spoon. Gosh, it must have been so difficult being the upper class son of a famous hockey player. It is almost like we shared the exact same silver spoon, you stupid dick. You dismissed, you dismissed every accomplishment I've made. You've talked about my father. Well, you call me an entitled millennial, I call you a carny succubus because the dirty secret about you, the dirty secret is you need this generation more than it needs you. And you've surrounded yourself with impressionable youth. This isn't about my dad. This isn't about the dead, it's about the living. It's about my mother. It's about my sister. It's about my wife. It's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to un-goddamn-deniable. That crowd, that crowd just went crazy after he delivered that line. 14 oh, years yeah. it took me to go from being undesirable to un-goddamn-deniable. And, like, I give it to Cody Rhodes, man, because it's like, how many guys can cut that type of emotional promo? Like, Dude, it was give good, him man. credit, man. Yeah. Even freaking uh, The Rock gave him some props here on Twitter, man. Right. High I mean, praise. I mean, that says it all. I mean, when you have The Rock able to say, like, you know, you drop the bomb on them like, like that. Like, The Rock is arguably the greatest wrestling promo in the business. And he's saying Cody Rhodes, you know, delivered. And, and to think, man, yeah, 14 years ago. When Cody Rhodes uh, debuted, I would have never thought he had that that in him uh, to cut a promo like that. I would have never, I, I would have never, never, never called that. And uh, that's just awesome to see, man. I, I'm excited. Uh, between that and a lot of what happened on AEW Dynamite, I'm ordering full gear. Like I wasn't gonna order it, <laughs> and uh, I mean, he's gonna drop some ducats. I'm just gonna drop some ducats. You know, Brandon Look, drops, it's drops money well at the strip spent. club. Yeah, I yeah, drop them. Yeah. I drop it for AW full gear. I should have saved. I should have saved my money, especially on my last day. Use it for AW instead because it was just not good. It's very awkward. Be, is, is that going to be the theme of this episode, Brandon? Things just got awkward, man. Things get awkward with me, and I don't know why. I don't. <laughs> I don't try to make it that it's way. It's because I've I've literally told you before, Brandon. You are socially comatose. You don't know. You don't understand. <laughs> 
like that some things should not be said in public and you know you you face the consequences uh for it so it's unfortunate <laughs> but it's true I just get attacked Bra- get guys attacked guys you, you all think that my life you all think that I mean, and you know I I just make fun of Brandon, but in reality I've been I've been dealing th- with this for. You want to talk about undesirable for fourteen years? I've been talking I've been dealing with undesirable for for, <laughs> for for sixteen years, and try to explain to Brandon that like, listen, if you're trying to talk to a girl, you have to treat a girl like a person and not a sexual object like Brandon does. And then he no. wonders why, what? and then he no. wonders why nobody wants to talk. He treats me like a sexual object. <laughs> you know, she talked to me. He showed, look, she, like Brandon thought he was slick. Like Brandon, Brandon thought he was slick, right? He thought by showing up at 11 o'clock at my house as opposed to 9 PM <laughs> that, you know, he could get a little shucky ducky quack quack from me. <laughs> you know, I think that's what was going on. You know, he tried wow. to, he tried to, he tried to show up at the bewitching hour and then you know try to play his game but i'm on to you brandon i'm on to you i don't i don't do these type of things brandon you know? i'm getting attacked at all angles but you know what i'm gonna become undeniable one day like mr cody rhodes and what's great about it is that like it's it's real it's awesome because you got freaking jericho's like legendary and then cody coming out of nowhere and you see like all right cody's legit he's got it in him and so it's like they're back and forth it's like the, they're both like equal, you know, they're both on equal footing. It doesn't we, seem like one guy is super, we, you know, outperforming the other guy. I have to call attention to our chat right now because this comment just made me laugh. It says, I'm missing Dio Madden's Twitch stream for dot 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 Brandon's poor relationship skills. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, Brandon, like this whole what? episode. What, what's going on here, Brandon? Guys, if you if you want to help donate to Brandon's uh, premium Twitter, uh, t- Twitter premium Tinder, so that we can find Brandon true love, please go to prowrestlingtees.com slash a Kenny for your thoughts. Buy one of his shirts. Uh, I had to tell Brandon uh, before we went on air. This is a true story. Brandon's it. Brandon legitimately. This is I don't support what I'm about to say, but I'm, I'm gonna say Brandon was like, yeah, you gotta make me like one of the uh, Jordan Miles T-shirts. Yes, yes, it's gonna happen. He's like, you could use my actual mouth. Is this not something? <laughs> this is not. A, is this not a conversation we had before we went on air? Dude, what do you, would you guys buy the shirt? Look, I think I think people would buy the look, shirt. Look at this. He turned this whole thing into a joke. Brandon, this Brandon no. wonders again. Brandon wonders. Why people don't like him. You just literally <laughs> offended the entire black community. What? No way. What? Like, I, I, you got to embrace. I embrace. Brandon th- wants to sell in te- his mouth. I embrace it, right? Let's put it on a shirt. Might as well get some money out of it. I mean, why not? Oh, oh sweet Jesus. Uh, Come on, Miles. Easy money. Anyway, yes, so the whole point was I had to talk Brandon out of trying to sell a t-shirt in the same vein as the Jordan Miles t-shirt that, that he had offended. And yes, people in the, on the chat are saying Brandon's turned heel again. Brandon <laughs> has never been babyface. Brandon's never been babyface. Hashtag, hashtag set the no, culture no, back. No, you know hashtag you know set the culture back. I have the Seth Rollins of this. All right. I'm a baby face, but the fickle fans have turned against me for no reason. For That's no reason. For no reason. They've turned against me for no reason. You I've have, been busted by you have hum- mouth disease just like Seth Rollins does. I love Seth Rollins to death, but seriously, come on. 
care of this company on a bad knee. You're really going to use, use a Seth Rollins promo from 2015 right. about ah, my knee. My knee got cut out when I was. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... I've been careless on my, on my bad toe. All right. It's, you, it's still that. Eight here. episodes still, ago. That was like it's eight episodes ago that you talked about stubbing your toe. Oh, the my nail God. is still oh, bruised. All right. You it's still, still there. are selling your toe. I, this I, is what I this this is the bird neck area, right? I, I I'm speechless. I'm absolutely speechless, Brandon. You are scarier than the fiend. At least your your your, your thoughts are. It's unbelievable. Speaking of the fiend, <laughs> what what do we think about the fiend being champ? I think it's great. I think it I think it's the best thing WWE could have done. I mean, we talked about it on last week's episode, uh, but you know. Uh, let's talk about that though. We talked. We did. We already talked about the Fiend being champion stuff. But holy crap! What did you think uh, when when last week all of a sudden all the stars got stuck in Saudi Arabia? Like all the rumors that were happening. <laughs> no, like, wait, hold on. Did like did Vince just leave on his like private jet? Yeah, but it, it, like, I, I don't know what to believe because people were like Vince <laughs> left on his private jet and just left everybody. And he's <laughs> damn it, leave, leave AJ yeah. there. Is that why they had to use the NXT guys? Because everybody was stranded. Absolutely, that's what what they did. But, um, I mean, I guess that leads us into SmackDown. Because, arguably, that was, like, the best SmackDown in, like, the last four years? I I dare I say, Brandon? Okay, now, I I missed this, so you're going to have to catch me up here. The only thing I know is that, for some reason, Legendary quit. Of course you missed this because yeah. <laughs> because the NXT guys were on there. So you don't, right, yeah. you don't like your like, NXT. Wait, so. I don't want to watch NXT on Friday night. <laughs> like, what is this? Like, where's all the talent? They're all stuck in Saudi Arabia. Brandon, was, it, was, was Friday night the night that you went to the strip club? Oh, snap. It might have been. Wait, was that the first? It was because I think I asked oh, you what snap, you were yeah. doing. <laughs> uh, what you were doing and you were like, uh, you're not going out with the Marty Mar. And I was like, no. Uh, but you know, the, and as as the chat saying, an incredible episode of SmackDown. Um, yeah. Like back to what I was saying, probably the the best SmackDown in a long, long time. I mean, is it just because the NXT guys were there? It's it's is not that why it's everybody not, is rating it so highly. It's not just because of the NXT guys were there. It was because it was like no no booking. Like it, you know, we had a situation where you got to take. You know, WWE is the best at taking chicken shit and making it into chicken salad. They had a situation where, you know, we were supposed to have Roman Reigns versus Big Banter Corbin. We didn't get that match, Brandon. We didn't get that match. Instead, we got... Are we getting it this week? We are getting it this week. <laughs> yes. They were like, That's we're not going to let the fans not see that. Damn it. Everybody the wants to see That's right. King Corbin versus the Big Dog. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, you know, like you said, the show opened up with uh, with Brock Lesnar, and uh, I, I did notice because he basically remember as we said he basically cut the same promo on Raw, Paul Heyman. Uh, mm. So I would dare I say this segment was not originally scheduled for SmackDown, um, but Brock Lesnar quit SmackDown and said he was going to Raw to face uh, Rey Mysterio, uh, and this uh, was akin to something he did in 2002 uh, the, the night after SummerSlam 2002 after he beat The Rock and he was exclusive to uh, or he was technically uh, undisputed champion was uh, Raw and SmackDown property so he signed an exclusive contract with uh, SmackDown to not appear on Raw 
anymore. Uh, and that's why we got Triple H with the world heavyweight title at that time. So a little, little history uh, there for you. But anyway, now Brock Lesnar quitting SmackDown to go to Raw. So we've come full circle, Brandon. He's just quit every show. No, wait. Is Fox cool? <laughs> like, did they want Brock because he's big time? Perhaps. He's just like, oh, I'm going to go to the other show. Dare I say WWE was like, okay, Fox probably asked for The Fiend and asked for Brock Lesnar. And WWE was like, listen, I mean, bluntly, both of these are two of our biggest stars. You can have one. And then they said, all right, give us The Fiend. You know, uh, if I had to speculate, that's probably why. I mean, I mean, or maybe it was WWE's decision to get somebody off of that show and get so, a little more star power on Raw. Uh, who knows? Who knows? But I'm wondering if the universal title will change. Uh, it is a red strap right now uh, signifying Raw. Um, I would kind of like to see if it got more of a... I really wish that all they did was like make the two titles exactly the same and then just change the swoosh. One red, one blue. <laughs> right. Was that a funny word to you, Brandon? Swoosh. <laughs> I noticed. I noticed that popped you a little bit there. I said swoosh, and you're like, <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I started thinking about swooshing, but sorry. <laughs> go, go on. Brandon saying. is 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 very swooshed right now. You can see he's red <laughs> in the cheeks. Uh, the, the the cheeks that we can see because Brandon's yeah, gonna right. be like, yeah, uh, yeah, my cheeks are fine. Uh, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon takes it south real quick. Um, yeah. No, right. So. This is crazy. We got wait. So what's this mean for like Kane and stuff? Like Kane Velasquez and all that stuff. Like, How's that? And <laughs> Kane well, Kane Velasquez has a, a legitimate knee injury. That's why the match was so uh, short at Crown Jewels. So you got to go with Ray Ray Mysterio right now. And Ray on Raw, give him credit. He cut. I think I told you. Uh, he cut a very good babyface promo. I mean, not right. a lot of guys can cut that kind of promo, uh, Seth Rollins, and um, <laughs> and have it be legitimate and well received. Um, I thought it was I, I thought it was great. I mean, uh, you know, on this SmackDown, you had like I said the NXT roster. I think one thing, uh, you know, with because you know we're not here to review the entire show. Uh, you you've already seen the show. You've already read about it on on Twitter or on social media. Uh, so the one thing I do want to call attention to is uh, is a little segment that they did uh, backstage where Daniel Bryan basically was challenging Triple H. And uh, when he was challenging Triple H, Triple H looked at him like, you know, oh, I'm not going to wrestle you. And you got Shawn Michaels, just ever the opportunist, always a great comedic relief. Uh, as Triple H is talking, he's like, I'm not going to wrestle you, but I know someone who, who will. And Shawn Michaels starts taking off his jacket. And he's, <laughs> as he's taking off his jacket, like, I'm, you know, that's my favorite wrestler. I'm uh, rumbling right now. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, Shawn Michaels is going to wrestle. Like, I'm so in, in selfishly, mind you. I'm like, I'm so glad that plane got stuck in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Shawn Michaels <laughs> is going to wrestle. And uh, and then he, he just, of course, he, he, the, the timing of it all, he goes, oh, it's cold in here. Puts his jacket back on. He's like, it's not him. And then he points to Adam Cole. And then I mark out all over again because Adam Cole uh, was – I'm like, we're going to get Daniel Bryan versus Adam Cole. Like, holy crap. There's no way this is going to be a bad match. Uh, now, a little tidbit. Um, Shawn Michaels was saying that um, a lot of these talents weren't notified till about 6 p.m. or so uh, that yeah. they had to like be, you know, be at SmackDown. And uh, quite literally, Shawn Michaels says uh, as soon as they landed um, is when the segment, uh, maybe five minutes later, the segment happened. 
So imagine Shawn Michaels got off of a plane, walked into the arena, got prepped that you need to go do a segment with Triple H and then just went with it. That's kind of why I feel SmackDown was so good was because you had some stars in NXT and legends like Shawn Michaels and Triple H having to wing this thing and just say no pun intended because the airplane was stuck. But (laughs) having to wing this thing and just go with their instincts. And it came across really good on TV. Like, I felt like this was a good segment and it wasn't, you know, overly produced. It didn't have any cheesy lines. Uh, It was just done well. It was just done well. And I think that was exactly why SmackDown, the the whole invasion, um, the NXT invasion was was just really good. This is good. Uh, I guess... You know, for Survivor Series, it's going to be interesting, I guess, to see how that ends up working out. Having, like, the three fighting each other. Well, I guess we'll see. That's not what's yeah. happening. I mean, oh, uh, okay. so so Rey Mysterio and Brock Lesnar are fighting. Uh, so R- Brock is not doing a, um, you know, Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT match. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's He's officially fighting Rey Mysterio. So you, we, may, we may get Adam Cole versus The Fiend, but, you know, I don't think they want to sacrifice... Adam Cole to the fiend. Uh, so who knows? I mean, I don't know what's going on in, in that sense, but one triple threat we are getting, and we saw it on SmackDown when, when Shayna Baszler attacked uh, Bailey, Sasha Banks, and just laid out the whole women's roster, basically. Uh, we are getting a triple threat of Becky Lynch, Shayna Baszler, and Bailey. So I think this one, this I think this one will be fun. Uh, we saw a lot on Raw. We saw Becky Lynch go face-to-face with Shayna Baszler, Um that was a feud I didn't know I needed to see. And uh, I, I kind of like Becky poking fun at her that, you know, oh, she, you're, you know, Rousey Shadow, you know. Right. And so, you know, it's a good Damn. thing that they <laughs> called attention to that. Yeah. Like, you know, because I think that's I think that's going to be the general perception once Shayna Baszler comes to the main roster. Like, oh, hey, you know, you have a more famous friend. So why not just, you know, turn into it? Why not go right for it and say, hey, you're not as good as Ronda Rousey. Have a, an opponent say that so that she can prove that she is. Uh, I think this was the way to go. Uh, the dynamic with Bailey, I don't even know if I'm excited to see Bailey in that match. I feel like she's unneeded almost in the in in this feud um, because I think Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler would have been good enough. But I do understand that you you have to have all three women's uh, champions in there. So. On the line, yeah, I thought because uh, I, I just saw the the picture of Shayna Baszler, you know, on on the on the main show, and I was right. like, oh, dang, they they called her up already. I was like, that, that's that's cool, I guess, but I guess it's just part of the Russian storyline. But yeah. exciting to say the least. But what spe- was your favorite uh, matchup uh, uh, the day of the you know NXT versus WWE guys on on the show? Uh, what's my favorite like so far? Yeah, or, you're talking or, about, or in the whole, the whole week. Episode. Yeah, yeah. That, well, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. I guess you can no, the, go in the Monday for, night. For well, for SmackDown, I think my favorite. I mean, easily was Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing against Rhea Ripley and and uh, Tegan Knox and and stuff, but versus Fire and Desire and stuff. But like, well, first of all, Renee Young took a shot to the face uh, when that <laughs> happened. Renee Young goes back in commentary for uh for one show um, with. Tom Phillips, who Tom Phillips did amazing, by the way. I think he should still be the voice of SmackDown. Um, and then they had a Aiden English, and then he got switched out with Pat McAfee. Uh, Pat McAfee did an amazing job, by the way, selling uh, the roster, uh, which I'll get into him in a, in, in a second. But well, not literally get into him. That sounded kind of weird. <laughs> so I'll get into 
Pat McAfee. Anyway, uh, so, so yeah, when Sonya Deville gets thrown over the announce table, Renee Young takes a boot to the face and uh, literally tweeted it out. Like, oh, I was back at commentary for like, you know, a couple minutes and sure enough, I got boot to the face. But Pat McAfee, uh, when Tom- Tommaso Ciampa came out, uh, when Ciampa came out and he was, uh, was uh, you know, jaw jacking in the ring, uh, Pat McAfee said something that will like put over uh, Tommaso Ciampa like a million bucks and he said I had an ankle injury that put me out for a year this guy goes out with a neck injury for six months and he looks like that he looks like he's chiseled Damn. out of stone Pat McAfee talking basically the mark of a good commentator like he's basically using the fact that you know he's an athlete a football player um, and saying like I'm not as tough as the man that is in the ring right now yeah. That is how you do it, Brandon. Not the way you do commentary <laughs> for knockout wrestling <laughs> currently. Go go look go on our YouTube. Over. Go to youtube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. <laughs> go on the playlist that says hear us knock uh, call full knockout shows and hear yeah. hear Brandon's <laughs> insightful commentary. <laughs> It's very insightful. I put everybody over, right? There, there's time, way. I'm going to say it's, it's a, this is a non-kayfabe podcast. There's times where I will like run somebody down because I'm supposed to be a heel. <laughs> you know, let's say I'll be like, uh, let's make up a name. Uh, let, David. I'll be like, yeah, right. David. David just, you know, is a horrible, horrible human being. Look at him. And, you know, tr- almost basically as a. Hail Mary, or, you know, just a, a alley-oop, I should say, <laughs> for Brandon to go, what are you talking about? David is a hell of an athlete. David is, is a two-time champion here at Knockout. This, this, and this. And, 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 and Brandon, so I'll say the line. I'll say, you know, David, oh, he's horrible. And Brandon go, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get heat like, because they're like, you're burying him. I'm like, I wasn't trying to bury him. I was trying to, to say something dastardly so that my... Oh, wow. Babyface commentator next to me <laughs> would say something uh, about yeah. how this is the greatest athlete in, in knockout wrestling history, but no, no, uh, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't catch the social cues, which goes back to the strip club story. <laughs> what was I supposed to say in that situation? No, you know what? I did that one time. I was like, you know, uh, I was like, that guy say they have the best talent in the world here. Uh, when you were running down, uh. Home lady on that one one episode. Who was I running out? Uh, uh, she uh, they're not there anymore. Oh, Ashley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was fun. I I missed that dynamic. Uh, again, go look at stuff. There was a, a character uh, Ashley there that I would run down and and uh, <laughs> and then sure enough, like again, a couple of shows, she threw a jacket at me and I got my comeuppance. <laughs> Uh, which is exactly what I wanted. She understood, like at least she understood that, like I wasn't trying to bury her. I was just giving right. her room to play with the fact that, like, I'm trying to say bad stuff about her. But then, you know, sure enough, she would win the match or something like that, and and basically, I had to eat, you know, eat crow. That's how you do it, Brandon. That's how you do it, Pat McAfee you know and me, <laughs> the greatest commentators in the history of professional wrestling. I think it'd be good if you had Pat McAfee, Aiden English, and then Kenny Maverick as a three-man. Don't man. give my work name. Oh, sorry. <laughs> don't give don't <laughs> don't give these marks my work name. <laughs> is or is it his real name? Mm, it's mm. true. 
But speaking, since we were talking about the women, I did want to transition into this, but Brandon cut me off to say something. something, something. Uh, we do have a, a big signing. Uh, we have a couple, but the one I wanted to call attention to is Scar- Scarlett Bordeaux signs with WWE. Dude, uh, my heart sank when I saw that. I was like, why no. is that? I want her to go elite, man, to, so she could use her assets properly. You don't think I WWE like, will let her use that gimmick? I don't know, man. I feel like they'll do something weird with her. They'll like make her something else. Which also, let's before you know. Again, we're going to talk a little bit about Scarlett Bordeaux, but uh, I want Shotzi Blackheart got signed with uh, Indy Hartwell. Uh, so some amazing, amazing women got signed. These are arguably probably the greatest uh unsigned women's wrestlers now they are signed uh so to me wwe is really trying to um you know beef up their women's division um so this is this to me this is good but but scarlett bordeaux you know a lot of people i'll tell you a friend i think a friend said it best because a lot of people um you know on social media were saying well scarlett bordeaux is not going to have the same character it's it's trademark they're not going to allow her and then my my friend just said it as as bluntly as humanly possible. He goes, "Wait, you can trademark being a hot girl that is talking about being shamed because she was hot. How is that a character that it can be trademarked? What what they're gonna make they're gonna make her not they're gonna take away her lingerie? It, it, it you know what I mean that she wears as her ring gear? Like you can't trademark those things. She can do whatever she wants in that sense." You know, obviously, I think she'll PC up the uh, the the outfit a little bit. Don't get me wrong. Right. But you can easily do this gimmick. And she kind of alluded to it already um, on social media because she started talking about since when is Diva a bad thing? So she's already kind of stirring the pot and kind of giving you a hint of a character there, which is, you know, expands on her character. The character before was I'm hot shamed because you all look regular and I'm hot. You all want to put me in a box. Now she just has to take that into WWE realm. She says, you know, you have this women's evolution where you demonize the term diva. You demonized all of these bikini models. You demonized all of these people who are good looking. And now you want to demonize me because I am the original diva of the WWE. She's got a built in gimmick right there. Built in gimmick to say. People like you, Becky Lynch, people like you who've quote unquote evolved the WWE have basically put me in a box and not let me get signed by WWE. It took two years for me to get signed by WWE because women like you made it bad for WWE to sign women like me. But guess what? I'm here now and there's nothing you can do about it. You know, and, you know, just saying that, like just saying that I'm like my adrenaline's going up like for that. You know, right. I'm like, man, she's she's got something there. She's got something there. And and Scarlet Bordeaux, I mean, it's a controversial character, but I think it, it works because it's controversial because society is is kind of demonizing, you know, yeah. um, you know, the service. Right. You know, or the wrestling industry, I should say, is demonizing yeah. stuff. You know, she's got I mean, I, I've said it before, but she's got something to work with there. Most definitely. Which makes me sad that Eva Marie isn't there, because Eva Marie could have been that character. Eva Marie. So this is uh, Eva Marie on steroids. Like this is this is exactly what Eva Marie could have been. You know what I mean? From Concord, California, the beguiling. Sorry, I always have to do that. I need to. <laughs> I just need to record me doing that. That should be our intro for the for the show. 
Dude, Eva Marie, so, so all jokes aside, uh, Eva yeah. Marie could have been something. I'm telling you, forget the in-ring skills, but that character, why is that mic so blue, Brent? <laughs> Those, that mic is bluer than your balls were at that strip club. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what i should have said right in my face like it's it. so overwhelming um but that being said like even marie had a great character there uh which i think a lot of people uh don't understand by the way i was just looking for my phone not realizing that i'm live streaming on instagram so i'm like sitting there like where the crap is my phone i know where brandon's phone is it's about to go off in the middle of the episode you know i, I made sure to mute it. Wait, speaking but of which, speaking up, of uh, which, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to let you get away with this because, again, in <laughs> the audio, last week's episode, I apologize to all of you out there. Last week's episode did uh, the first 20 minutes are missing uh, on the episode. Uh-huh. So I want to bring this back up, Brandon, because I want <laughs> everyone to know that you're a liar. I don't need you to get away with this. OK, Wow, Brandon, when he showed up to my house at 11 o'clock, I had texted him, you know, 9 30 or 10 o'clock whenever to basically say are you okay and he goes i'm on the way right he goes uh sorry man i'm on the way right now and i said oh are you are you because you know i'm a smarter than the average bear brandon's told me in the past that he has an automatic text when he's driving so he said hey i'm on the way right now you know i'm driving i'm like oh really because if you were driving quote unquote I would get this automatic text that says I'm driving sent from my phone. So either you're you've lied in the past and you don't really have an automatic text or you're lying right now and you haven't really left. So it I, does. It does. Auto text. The auto text right. is real. So so, so oh, that one is real, is which means Brandon was lying to me at the time, because sure well, enough, I, about half an hour later, he sends me another text that says, Okay, I, I really did leave this time. So I go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And then I got the auto text. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so when Brandon I was wasn't saying, lying was, about the auto text. Right. Or that I was on the way. I was. I was in the process of, you know, being Again, on the way. and this is something I said. On In the process <laughs> is not on the way. On the way. Talk to me in the chat right now. On the way means what, guys? What does it mean? Because to me, it means I am driving to you right now, or I'm on the way, which is literally what it means. Brandon's on the way means uh, I'm preparing myself uh, (laughs) mentally to kind of be in the process of kind of being there. And then we go back to Brandon not understanding why people don't like him. (laughs) I I didn't even say anything to her. That's the crazy part about it. Brandon has gone from undesirable to ungoddamn <laughs> likable. This is brutal. All right. All right. Episode 55, where we just crucify Brandon. <laughs> I'm being crucified here. Oh, man. Uh, do, do we want to get into this uh, this full gear card? We will get into the full gear card. Oh, okay. But before we get into that, Brandon, maybe what do you feel about doing like a separate video? Maybe we'll do a YouTube exclusive this week. Uh, youtube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts where we just do a quick video of us giving what you know what we think will happen at full gear how about we do that what do you think we'll start, yeah yeah we'll, we'll right. work that out so then. we'll do we'll do some full gear predictions as a separate video uh but let's talk about the build up to to uh, to full gear uh another video i want to show you this one's a little bit long but i think you all deserve to see it by the way the chat is going crazy for me calling you ungoddamn likable <laughs> oh, uh, <wow. laughs> 
Of course. Of course. <laughs> this, dude, this podcast, if I just stop talking about wrestling and just start burying you, I, I think we would get a lot more hits, Brandon. I think that's where we're going. I think that's the direction of this <laughs> podcast. That's the direction of the podcast. But anyway, we get a little break here, Brandon, because I do want to show, if you remember a couple weeks ago, they showed a Cody Rhodes video about him uh, challenging for the world title and it had Brandy Rhodes talking about I knew when that match got announced that I had lost my husband, showed Cody Rhodes in a spa, and, you know, he was just, like, floating and thinking, and it showed people saying, you know, uh, when Cody Cody Rhodes was like this when he was 12. Well, Chris Jericho, which I like how they introed this. JR said, we haven't seen this video yet, but the inner circle sent a video in. Uh, I guess we'll go ahead and air it right now. So the announcers kind of played on the fact that this is not a prepared video. This is a something they got sent and they're going to air and hopefully it's all right. And uh, it was this and it was great. So, Brandon, uh, go ahead and watch this. Brandon, have you seen this video yet? No, this is the Jericho. This is the Jericho video. Yes, yes, yes. All right, cool. So for you all uh, in audio land, you'll be hearing this. Uh, I I welcome you again. Go to YouTube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. And watch this video because I think it's worth the watch. But here we go. Hey, Chris, uh, we got a couple options for the bubbly here, man. This one, low calorie. This one's a better taste. So personally, I think we should go with the better tasting one for the bubbly. I think it'd sell better. Sure. <laughs> He's like a father figure that's, to me. That's and when I heard he was going to be facing Cody, I just knew it was over for Cody. The, the bathtub the that Jericho barely fits that in. He's the face of this company because he's the champion. The fact that Sammy Guevara thinks that uh, Spanish God. That is good. Yeah. I've been known Chris since he was 12 years old, and he was as driven back then. As he is. <laughs> you got my man right. Virgil, yeah. aka Soul Train Jones. <laughs> I mean, name another guy that's working harder than Chris Jericho. <laughs> Dead ass, Cody. Santana's got Let heat. it go. Yeah, I don't care. Move on. Uh, he's that still ain't popping off Dead ass. Chris Jericho's a grown man, and you're a boy. You don't even have chest hair. I remember when Christopher was just a <laughs> young boy. I knew he was going to grow up to be an AEW world champion. And in my heart, I'm praying for Cody that he's going to survive. Chris Jericho, he's Dead in the prime of his life. He's, he's 48, the youngest what? AEW champion in history. I was talking about ass. Yeah. <laughs> Santana. <laughs> I don't know what a goat is because I'm not a farmer. But I know what Chris Jericho is, the greatest of all times. If I know little Christopher, I know he's going to beat the shit out of Cody at full gear. I mean, it's just very hard for me to um, get up every morning and have to realize just how great I am. Chris Jericho's talent is like the Olive Garden breadsticks. Unlimited. (laughs) When I wake up in Baltimore on November 9th, I mean... Cody has a lot of meetings to do, and I only have one thing on my plate, and that's drinking a little bit of the bubbly. 
after the show and that, trying to find the best place to go for bubbly is always a hard thing to do it's a lot of responsibility but it's a responsibility that i have to face because i'm the champion just gold absolute <laughs> gold my favorite my favorite line is uh, when he says he's like olive garden breadsticks unlimited <laughs> unlimited <laughs> you know soul train jones which by the way soul train jones is such a better name than virgil <laughs> like i was sold on that as soon as they called him soul train jones i was right. sold i was like i'm not never calling him virgil again uh, Soul Trade Jones is hilarious, bro. Um, and, and the, I like it when he's like, uh, Tom, I'll get yeah, the fuck money, like, bro. I like when he's like, Jericho's our youngest champion at like 48 or yeah. something. Like that. You know, <laughs> Sammy Guevara, I think, it, yeah. said that. Yeah, he's like, you know, he's 48 years old. He's the youngest AEW champion <laughs> in history. Uh, you know, that was, um, that was almost, that reminded me of uh, when Kevin Owens. Um, had won the Universal title, which, remember, is a new title. Finn Balor won it, had it for 24 hours, then had to relinquish it. So Kevin Owens comes out the next week, and he had the title for, like, six days. He goes, I am the longest reigning Universal <laughs> champion in WWE history. And it was it was right. hilarious. And uh, same thing <laughs> same thing with this. Um, Sammy Guevara is underrated, man. But Jake Hager, yeah. uh, Jake Hager just not talking the whole time was, was hilarious, too. And uh, uh, P- Patricia Bobsky. Patricia Bobsky was, was, was the best. Uh, I loved it. I loved every second of it, man. Uh, but this this was good stuff, man. I, honestly, great. yeah. Um, I, I was, I'm almost afraid. It's like, is the match gonna live up to like the promo at this well, point? because it's kind of like that happens with stuff like Triple H all the time, like Triple H and Orton or like Orton. So they always well, cut these they, like fire promos into no, the match. Like, you see, you see, I disagree because. Uh, do you remember remember Cody Rhodes uh, in that promo that we showed earlier uh, basically said, you know, if I if I don't win this AEW title, I am not challenging for the AEW title anymore. Right. And uh, so I think that puts uh, big stakes uh, uh, into this match. I mean, yeah, there's no way this match is is not going to live up to the hype, in my opinion, you know, but, you know, freaking Brandon. They'll <laughs> say like, like Sourpuss like right, right on everybody's parade. Yeah, but Brandon, you talk about something. What what, what do you think was uh, the best moment of uh, WWE or AEW this week? Uh, oh, like I said, uh, definitely the, the for me the the Cody promo uh, was was great. Um, I, I was marking out for that. I even because I, I had a recorder, I went back and watched it over again because it was pretty damn. Wait, good. you actually went and re rewatched a wrestling? Uh, I, I don't believe. First of all, I don't believe <laughs> I, this. I, I know I couldn't believe it either. I'm like, what the hell am I doing right now? But I was like, you know what? This, this is pretty good. Uh, I like that a lot. Oh, I like the uh, the women's tag match actually. Um, uh, Rio, the Rio match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that the, was... the 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 Rio match. And guys, uh, full disclosure: if I seem like I'm not talking about certain things, I'm I'm gonna be blunt with you. Uh, this was a big week for me. Uh, in terms of wrestling podcasting, um, yeah. because I was the other day? I, not not just on something. I was on yeah. uh, two two other podcasts this week. Uh, yeah. I was on the Double Turn podcast where we talked about uh, Crown Jewel, 
uh, different format, uh, definitely more of a question and answer format, um, which was really cool. Uh, Boss Ross and Jorge are, are great. Uh, loved being on that. Uh, you can go listen to that on Spotify. Uh, yeah. And then last night I was on All Elite Podcast uh, with Tiff and Kyle. Uh, so shout out to them. Uh, go listen Go listen or watch that episode on, on YouTube on the No Holds Barred Network. Um, so I've talked a lot of AEW, uh, because we did a, we did a, uh, (laughs) we did a two and a half hour episode. I don't, not intentional, but yeah, that was, that was long. And, uh, we did the full gear predictions go. You can go listen to my predictions actually, if you want, uh, there. Um, but yeah, I mean, AEW, I I thought this, uh, this was the best episode of AEW dynamite, um, in, in the whole their whole run uh, simply because um, it feels like they got it together. The commentators, the wrestlers, the camera, the cameramen. I mean, the fact that they cut to a sign that said that was savage or something right when, you know, Cody Rhodes said something like just little intricacies, like they were really on point. uh, I felt like, but you know, all right. Uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. So as far as that show, yeah, those two highlights for me, and of course the Jericho uh, promo that we just watched Uh, for raw, um, uh, well, I guess for Raw and SmackDown, uh, I, I do kind of like this invasion angle, even though I guess it kind of things sort of worked out the way it did. Right. Um, it's kind of cool because then it sort of, you get to put the NXT guys sort of on the main stage level, so you get to see these guys and sort of how they play against you know the main roster guys, which is cool. Gives them a little rub. Uh, not to, not to cut you off. Uh, so yeah. I don't know if you've heard the ratings. Uh, now, now these were both oh, fantastic yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me let me point that out. But uh, speaking of that invasion angle, uh, so NXT did uh, eight hundred and thirteen thousand views um, on Wednesday night. AEW uh, did eight hundred and twenty-two. I want to say it is. Yeah, yeah. So NXT has closed the they gap. Closed, yeah, that's tremendously. Yeah. And I said this on last week's episode, and because again, I'm very fair. I liked both shows. I thought AEW Dynamite was better than NXT. So it's not a mark of, you know, which was the better show. It's a mark of the viewership. Um, the NXT has slowly been on the incline, yeah. where AEW has been on the decline. So I, I was very worried. And WWE was ingenious. I mean, again, the whole Saudi situation and, and everyone getting stuck, they delivered a killer SmackDown. Uh, but, you know, we were already gearing up for this because they had announced that Crown Jewel that NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown. But right. they kind of expedited the situation and it made for really good TV. Uh, the invasion right. stuff on Raw, you know, Seth Rollins versus Adam Cole was very good. And all of the invasion angle there with uh, yeah. Seth Rollins. I mean, let's let's talk about that. Seth Rollins. um, basically having a decision to make you know he's basically saying that he's stuck and you know he doesn't know where he goes from there and triple h saying you know why don't you come join me again they gotta and, make seth rollins cool again and because... this is a good storyline i'm actually intrigued on this because like do we get seth rollins in nxt again you know do we get a heel seth rollins um i i think it's good i think it's good stuff yeah. uh personally um so I'm intrigued. I think this can really reset Seth Rollins in, in the eyes of the fans. Um, uh, that whole invasion stuff, um, the whole invasion storyline was just so good on Raw and SmackDown. I'm getting, if I seem distracted, I just got like four texts from four different platforms. It was really, it was really weird. Um, but yeah, so 
back to my point though, WWE did such a good job setting up this invasion angle that a hundred thousand more people tuned in from the week before to see if some Raw or SmackDown superstars would show up at NXT. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. It's, it, it's crazy. It's because it's like not only is are they close, you know, in the viewership, like it's right there, but in the demo they're close now too, which is the crazy. demo. Yeah, I, I thought. Yeah, yeah, I thought. I thought the war was over. I thought, you know. NXT was just so much, or sorry, uh, AEW is so much far ahead of NXT. As in, far the as the demogra- in the 18 yeah, to 34, and, right? Yeah, and the demographic, yeah, and in the viewership. And I was like, even if, you know, the viewers get close, I still think, you know, but no, it, it's like close. So it's like there's, there's a war almost now, you know, between the two. It's, they're actually competing with each other, which is nuts. Yeah, and, and, and that being said, I mean, um, Brandon, your hand's glitching, by the way, because your light is going, you're, you're, oh, little, you're a little bit too light. Wire here. Um, too white. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was yeah. I didn't mean to say it like that, but yes, Brandon, you're too white. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, and, and I told everybody on social media that it's extremely short, uh, short-sighted to think that AEW is winning this war already. Because, like I said, the numbers for NXT were slowly climbing, where the numbers were slowly declining for AEW. Again, not everybody's going to sit there and call me a WWE mark. I'm not. I'm not. I love AEW has consistently been my favorite show, uh, but it doesn't matter what I think. It, it matters about the overall picture. Um, WWE is doing a lot to garner interest in their NXT product. Um, and we saw that that was extremely successful this week. Um, that being said, I mean, AEW, what what can they do to to move the needle in the right direction, Brandon? They they're gonna have to sign a big name. I think I think that's you the think only so? other thing they can do. Yeah, I think as far as the you know the, the match quality, the promo quality. I mean, you can't really get much better than what they've been doing. So the only other thing I guess they can do is you know get at some sort of big name signing somehow. This this is put up or shut up time to me. And and uh, you know I want AEW to succeed, but you know we saw uh, pictures. You know. And again, everyone gives WWE crap, you know, for having places tarped off. There was like a whole side for AEW tarped off. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, that. nobody, nobody's given them crap, and rightfully so. I mean, honestly, you should not, you know, view AEW in a light because we in a bad light because we want this thing to thrive and succeed. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we had we had a situation where. Um, yeah, it didn't. It didn't look too good. It didn't look too good in in the arena, uh, but hopefully, you know, hopefully they can get through this. You know, in, in that sense, um, they are putting on a stellar product. I just hope they can move the needle in terms of the ratings. Um, now that being said, uh, it is not all bad because you know TSN, uh, their numbers were so good um, in Canada that you know they're basically going to be put on the main channel in Canada. So I mean, nice. this is still even though. I want you all to understand this. Even though we're comparing AEW uh, and NXT, it is it is not saying that this is an unsuccessful show because t- for a new program that's five or six episodes in to be getting the numbers that it's getting is still a very very good sign of the times here. I mean, AEW definitely will uh, will succeed, is my opinion. They need Penelope Ford. I think that'll move the needle. Penelope Ford. Maybe. Guys, uh, the Instagram, on Instagram, it's about to end. Please go to 
twitch.tv slash a candy for your thoughts pod to watch the rest of the episode or go to twitter.com slash Kenny podcast and watch there. Or you can go to youtube.com slash a Kenny for your thoughts, watch the replay or listen to any of the audio versions. I'll be editing out Brandon's debauchery. Don't worry. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> but, anyway, Brandon, but anyway, Brandon, as we were saying. But yeah, no, that that's nuts. So we, we got a battle going on. Uh, Total Divas didn't do so hot, though. That was not, you're really, not very good. You're really talking about Total Divas rating? I, I mean, we were just, I just thought I was in the ballpark talking about ratings. Unbelievable. Come on, people, watch Total Divas. It's great. I mean, I don't know, but I'm sure it is. Unbelievable, Brandon. But that being said, let's start wrapping this thing up, Brandon. Uh, what do we want to talk about? Oh, let, let's talk about the fact that superstar Billy Graham said Adam Cole uh, needs to use steroids, just like he said <laughs> about Kofi Kingston. Now, guys, is he, is he, he's just trolling, right? He's just he's got to be. But guys, yeah. if you ever want an example of why you shouldn't use steroids, look at superstar Billy Graham. <laughs> uh, he's got all the, the health problems in the world, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and there's a reason uh, there's a reason why you shouldn't do steroids ever. But Brandon, Brandon, Brandon has tried to do steroids for years, and I've had to talk him out of it. <laughs> I just want you, to, want you all to know that. But it's okay. I know Brandon. people that got the hookup, man. That doesn't mean you should do it. Just get strong. Ugh. I gotta look the part. Brandon on steroids. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. Brandon, can you even be angry? Let me see you with some roid rage. Ah, uh, damn it, girl! Why did you yell at me? Speak a fool of me. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of which, uh, something my I have some dark humor sometimes. Um, Brandon, yeah, okay. I thought I lost you there for a second. You look like you fell asleep. Um, no, 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 so, <laughs> so uh, one thing I, I should say. Uh, so Brandon, when he was coming over, I had left the door open and I texted him. I said because <laughs> uh, I had started raw and I said uh, doors open, dogs are in the enclosed pool area. And when he came in, he just sat down and I was like, did you understand my text? And he was like, no. And I was like, that was the Benoit text. <laughs> yeah. Something I shouldn't joke about because honestly, that is a very, t- to this day, still traumatizing for any, is I this, think any wrestling fan. Uh, but shut up, bro. That was, that shut was up. what I was referencing, Brandon. Uh, but anyway. You but think anyway. Epstein killed himself? Not me. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. All right, but Brandon, impromptu don't sleep on it. Ladies and gentlemen, don't sleep on female patrons at gentlemen's clothes. We're really, really, this right. is this is the theme of the episode. This is the theme, all right? If you, if you sleep on it, they're going to emasculate you, all right? You don't want to be that guy. Don't be me. Learn from my mistakes. You'll be better for it. That's all I got to say. You know, ultimately, I blame myself for throwing to you uh, in that segment there. Uh, ultimately, that was my fault, guys. I apologize, guys. I apologize for that. But, I mean, that's why you tune into us, right? You're just like, let me see what Brandon says, because I almost I almost can't believe Brandon's like a caricature of a human being. It's like there's no way that he actually believes in these things, but he does. He does. OK, and that's what makes our dynamic so great. I'm the straight man, and Brandon's the extremely not straight man. You gotta believe in something. I didn't mean it like that, but let's uh, just let's just keep it like that. 
Sure. Sure. This has been an awkward episode. Let's just keep it like that anyway. We've gone from undesirable to ungoddamn likable, Brandon. Or at least me, anyway. Yeah. Both of us. Definitely both of us. <laughs> but, it, Brandon, anything you want to talk about before before we go? Again, guys, I, I will say, again, we'll do a separate video for a full gear prediction. Yeah. Uh, but anything you want to talk about before we go off air? Anything I may have missed? I know I know, I didn't talk about a lot of the matches that happened, uh, but if you feel like there's one that I should get there. The one I, yeah, is there one from either yeah, show. Rusev, Rusev and Bobby Lashley. Oh, I know yeah. you want to talk about that. <laughs> Rusev and Bobby Lashley was fantastic. No, I was going to ask you about what's the deal with this, uh, with this big women's match thing going on in NXT? Oh, War Games. Yeah, what's that? Uh, war Games. Uh, so I think, I, I, that, first of all, Women's War Games is going to be amazing. But I do like in the last episode that they had this whole thing where, you know, Rhea Ripley, uh, and, De- sorry, not Dakota Kai, but uh, Tegan Knox. Um, oh, my God. And who else? Who else is on that team? Why am I blanking right now? But anyway, the point is uh, Dakota Kai, I kind of assumed she was going to be the last spot on that team and she did not. Rhea Ripley did not choose her. Basically, said she was fragile, shouldn't be on the team. Uh, ended up choosing Mia Yim for that spot. Uh, oh, Candice LeRae, by the way. Candice LeRae is the other person on the team. Um, but Dakota Kai lost to Shayna Baszler. Now, Shayna Baszler also has a spot on her team, which let's talk about this. I know she mentioned mentioned why on The Bump, which is WWE's show. Um, but in kayfabe, it almost doesn't make sense that... Uh, Shayna Baszler did not pick her friends to be on her team. You know what I mean? I know their green is goose shit, but like, you know, that's, a, you know, in a kayfabe. <laughs> You've never heard that term. <laughs> Brandon, that's the second thing that pop Brandon. Brandon, Brandon pops at the term swooshed, which, which we're saying. Is goose shit. Yeah. Yeah, swooshed is green as goose shit. We got to get that on a shirt there, Brandon. Swooshed is goose shit. With my mouth, yeah. With, your, with your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're going to get kicked off air. Um, but anyway. Good shirt. Uh, swoosh is goose shit with Brandon's mouth open. Uh, yeah. That's unbelievable <laughs> that you want that as a shirt. It's it's racist. It's stupid. <laughs> it's it's every, all of the above. Everything and, you love in a shirt. Everything you love in a shirt. And if you act now, we'll get an actual goose to shit on the shirt before we send it to you. Um, <laughs> anyway, hold on. Let me just get a little bit of get a, get some of this holy water because I need uh, it. I need it. Bubbly. I, I just need to. Uh, I need to cleanse myself of my sins. But anyway, as we were saying, war games. So Dakota Kai loses to, to Shayna Baszler. I think what we're seeing here is a potential setup for Dakota Kai to be the fourth person on Shayna Baszler's team. Because then she could basically say, oh, yeah, Rhea Ripley, you didn't want me. Let me show you how good I am. And potential heel turn, something like that. Uh, turn against Tegan Knox as well, or or just just to show herself. I mean, just to show you know that she can. Doesn't have to be an actual heel turn, but I think that's what we're getting. Uh, I think that would be a good storyline. So War Games is shaping up to be very very good. Um, I I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the fact that you know the the shots fired from the Raw roster, the OC showing up on uh, NXT, taking out the Undisputed Era. Uh, you know, and then facing Matt Riddle, uh, Keith Lee. Uh, who else did they face? There was a third person on there. 
not Swerve Scott, Isaiah Swerve Scott. But anyway, uh, very, very good episode of NXT. That's the problem. Honestly, that's the problem I have with wrestling right now. There's Mm. so much wrestling right now that I sound like stupid sometimes because I'm forgetting who was in what match. There was just so much going on. Yeah. Like before, like if you listen to older episodes uh, before October, like I'm just on point. Like I'm like, this happened on Raw, this happened on SmackDown. Where now it's like, I'm like, this happened on Raw. I think somebody fought on SmackDown. I don't know who fought on <laughs> AEW. Jake Hager's there, but he's not there. And, yeah. Star, I think, I think Stardust, watch, Stardust yeah. is on AEW. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dude, he it's a lot to watch, but it's Stardust great. Yeah. As long as it's good, I guess, you're able to make it through all of it. But yeah, all of it's very good. Um, I'm excited for SmackDown. Uh, tomorrow we got, uh, well, maybe I shouldn't be because it's back to normal. Uh, Tyson Fury showing up again. Uh, so let's see what, what he does. Um, Roman yeah. Reigns. Roman, ah, oh God, Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin. <laughs> That's uh, right, baby. Main event. It will be the main event. That's the sad part. It definitely will be the main event. Oh, well. Oh, well, Brandon. The full gear. Full gear. So, guys, tune back in. We're going to talk about uh, YouTube exclusive. We'll talk our full gear predictions. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to episode 55 of the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. Brandon, please go take a shower now because you've just said some dirty, dirty things. Have a good night, everybody. Good night.